Hi, it's Taylor. I don't usually come on like this, but sometimes it's just nice to do something sort of impulsive and change, you know, the medium and, and of what I'm doing. And just, I've been so focused and some of the stuff that I work on for Moombo, as much as I love it, it can be um, hard and, and kind of laborious. And I'm having one of those days where I spent my working hours writing something that I just just doesn't feel right to me that I just that it feels like garbage that I just want to completely start over and you know that's that's frustrating and dispiriting and it happens more often than I would like to admit but that's okay it's not completely worthless it's just hard when you're trying to write a consistent newsletter time is not uh, on my side so it's just nice every once in a while to do something impulsive. And this is completely off the cuff. I was thinking how I wish I could start the day over or have a different day than I actually had. And it made me think of the little poem or story written by Rosemary Wells called First Tomato. And this poem actually came out, uh, I think, as a set of three individual poems or stories written by Wells. Um, about the Bunny Planet series and then later on I think it was in the 90s at some point and then later on was compiled into a collection called Voyage to the Bunny Planet which I'm sure many of you have heard of and I'm sure if you've heard of Rosemary Wells you you know of these um, I don't think that you need to uh, hear the whole thing and I don't think you even need the little introductory poem I just want to read my favorite which I find very relaxing and it helps transport me and makes me happy. And uh, I'm doing this all in one take, so if there's something that goes wrong, I'm sorry. It's just one of those days. <laughs> so this is First Tomato, written by Rosemary Wells. The Bunny Planet in History. It is the first duty of a flagging spirit to seek renewal in the latitudes of whimsy. I, for one, dream on beyond the five planets to a world without wickedness, verdant, mild, and populated by amiable lapins. Benjamin Franklin, Letters to a Nephew, 1771. Claire ate only three spoons of cornflakes for breakfast. On the way to school, her shoes filled with snow. By 11 in the morning, math had been going on for two hours. Lunch was Claire's least favorite, bologna sandwiches. At playtime, Claire was the only girl not able to do a cartwheel. Once again, the bus was late. Claire needs a visit to the bunny planet. Far beyond the moon and stars, 20 light years south of Mars, spins the gentle bunny planet and the bunny queen is Janet. Janet says to Claire, come in, here's the day that should have been. I hear my mother calling when the summer wind blows. Go out in the garden in your old, old clothes. Pick me some runner beans and sugar snap peas. 
find a ripe tomato and bring it to me, please. A ruby red tomato is hanging on the vine. If my mother didn't want it, that tomato would be mine. It smells of rain and steamy earth and hot June sun. In the whole tomato garden, it's the only ripe one. I close my eyes and breathe in its fat red smell. I wish that I could eat it now and never, never tell. But I save it for my mother without another look. I wash the beans and shell the peas and watch my mother cook. I hear my mother calling when the summer winds blow. I've made you first tomato soup because I love you so. Claire's big warm bus comes at last. Out her window, Claire sees the bunny planet near the evening star in the snowy sky. It was there all along, says Claire. And that's it. Maybe that made you feel a little bit better today. This was published by Viking, and I think it was in 2008. So check it out. Bye.